Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am functional medicine practitioner, Claudine Francois. I empower women entrepreneurs by sharing solutions for health on my show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello, and welcome to Healthy Delicious Lifestyle, Claudine. Today's episode is how to thrive gluten-free and plant-based secrets with Chef Gluten-Free with Emily. I'm so excited to go to speak with her today. Now, many of you know that I'm a functional medicine practitioner, and if you are experiencing health issues and finding no answers despite numerous tests, I am here to help. Women have been gaining invaluable insights through the free lab reviews that I am currently providing for a limited time, and I can help decode those lab results and empower you to take meaningful action. You can access the link in the scroll or find it in the comments below so that you can find your journey to better health starting now. And let's get to today's show. As I mentioned, our guest is Gluten-Free with Emily. Gluten-Free with Emily is your go-to chef for fun and fantastic gluten-free delights. She has gone from being a kitchen rebel turned organic farm explorer in her teens to crafting simple, nutritious, and mouth-watering gluten-free and vegan meals. Emily's passion goes beyond the kitchen, extending to teaching cooking classes, rocking sold-out restaurant pop-ups, and sharing wisdom as a future, spe a future speaker. So let me bring her up. Emily, so good to Hi, see you. Good to see you too. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to talk with you today. Anytime you <laughs> talk about food, I'm just overjoyed. So thank I you know. for being here. Thank you. So I'm going to start by asking you the first thing I ask all my guests, which is what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? So healthy, delicious lifestyle to me extends a lot beyond just my whole foods, plant-based diet. It involves bringing spirituality, practices like meditation and breathwork into my life, but creating community around all those things. So I like to host a lot of dinner parties and events and bring people together around food so that they can feel really like vibrant in a community. But also when you have a diet that might not be the traditional diet, you can still have actually a lot of community around it. So that's what it means to me. That is such a great point. And it actually reminds me of a talk I recently gave on longevity and community is really important to our overall longevity. Of course, the foods that you eat, but also having some kind of spiritual practice, whether it's religious or not, that also contributes to a longer, happier, healthier life. So thank you for reminding us of that. Yes, of course. And I really want to get to your tips because I'm super interested to hear what you have to say. Your first tip is buy better produce. Why, what does that mean exactly by better produce? 
So what I find is, especially if you go to a diet where you're heavily eating vegetables, so it doesn't necessarily have to be plant-based, but as a lot of people try to become healthier, they're incorporating fruit, but typically a lot of vegetables. And so what I find is people are always trying to save money on vegetables, which is kind of ridiculous because usually saving 20 cents or like 50 cents. And it doesn't really make a lot of financial sense <laughs> to like not buy the organic or not buy something better when it's like literally 90 cents. Right. So the other part about that to me is just Try, I always say try to find the best produce and then try to find even better than that. So in almost everywhere, at least in America, there's a farmer's market, usually at least one third out of the year. So that's a huge, that's a huge amount of the year. That's like at least almost like four to five months of the year. You can find a really good farmer's market. One great thing about living in America is they're pretty much everywhere. I've lived in the smallest little towns and communities and they have farmer's markets or obviously in big cities. And I think it's worth the effort to try to go out and get better produce. Because what I find is if you're just buying so-so produce, why are you going to want to eat it? Like, why are you going to want to eat vegetables if they're just like kind of okay or kind of, you know? And so, you know, learning how to pick really good produce is important. And there's a lot of videos. I used to do little mini videos on that on a platform that doesn't exist anymore, but that that's really important as well as like try to up your buying produce game. And it sounds silly, but like, if you think you try to find even the better and you'll just want to eat it so much more. And when you cook it, it'll taste so much better. I feel like you can tell at restaurants if they kind of use the like so-so produce or if they actually really use the better stuff. So that's mm -hmm. one thing that I find is really important and people don't talk about it. And especially as you move to like a healthy diet, vegetables can be like, for me, they're almost 80% of my diet, but for some people, they're at least a half or a third. And that's still a lot of your food intake. And I, I want to say that that's yeah. a, there's a really good um, example of that. And when I lived in, I, I moved to France for a short time when I was in college and this was the nineties before we had a lot of farmer's markets here in the States. And I remember thinking, I'm not really a tomato person. I don't really like tomatoes. They're always kind of mealy and they have no flavor. And uh, I went to France and I tasted a real tomato. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? This is what tomatoes are supposed to taste like? So it's like I a know. perfect example of what you're talking about is now I will eat tomatoes, but I'll find the good ones. Yeah. And kids get so, I work so much with families and kids all the time. And people tell me their kids don't eat vegetables. If your kid comes to my house, they always eat vegetables. I've never had an issue in my entire life and I've fed many kids. And part of it's like, you're not buying very good produce and you're not, yeah, they love to go to the farmer's market. That's where they like to try the tomato or try the, you know, like a, a pea pod or whatever, especially if you're not having a garden at home. So the best way to start integrating your kids into liking produce is to actually bring them to the farmer's market. Cause that's like really fun for them and they can try things and it's not like at home. It's just, it's just like such a better experience for them. I feel like. That's absolutely true. And one thing that I've learned with kids as well is that if you have them pick out the things they want to try and then you have yeah. them prepare it, they're much more invested and they're much more willing to try because they've just done the shopping. They've just done the prepping. Of course they want to try something that they picked out themselves and then prepared. Yeah, of course. And yeah, they just get excited about it. So yeah, I love, I love that. To, I love it when kids are excited about food. You know, it's fun for me. So yes. And your next tip, so, so good. 
Now, this is specifically for anyone who is wanting to eat healthy while they're on the road. And your tip is map out restaurants on your phone before traveling. So tell me how you do that. Is there a certain app that you use? How do you do it? Yeah, I have an iPhone. And so in my, you know, normal iPhone maps app, but you can, I have uh, saved things in Google maps. It's just whatever map you're going to be using the most I would choose, but you can usually do it in the GPS map like that you already have. You don't, I used to use special apps, but you don't really have to anymore. And I find it's kind of annoying if you have to go use a special thing. So for me, I start by like usually Googling and yelping, um, whatever city I'm going to. So if I'm going to go to Mexico city, um, which is one of my favorite places to travel, um, I literally tag 10 to 20 restaurants all over the larger part of the city that I think I'll be exploring. So then what happens if I'm, when I'm in that neighborhood, I'm like, oh, I have these three spots tagged that I know I can go eat lunch or go eat dinner or whatever. And it makes it a lot, like I have a lot of food allergies. I know I have like a pretty, you know, strict diet as people like to call it, but people are surprised I've traveled all over the world and been able to eat. And it's because I do a lot of prep before I travel. And I find you can make it work. It's actually a lot easier now with all this translation and Google and stuff. So you can translate menus and you can kind of be like, oh yeah, I can eat some things there. And then you mark it on your map. So I like to have as many kind of neighborhoods I think I'm going to and try to find the options. Also, sometimes I'll do that first and then stay in a neighborhood that I think has the most restaurant options for me. So, you know, it also just makes it easy if you have a special diet. Um to sometimes stay closer to like if there's going to be a vegan restaurant or a gluten-free restaurant or whatever. So also you're not having to go all the way over to town every day to eat. So I travel so much that I like things to be easy and I love food. So I want to kind of, I always try to like figure out the best, most efficient way and also just make it easy traveling. And, you know, you're tired, you're hungry. You don't want to be like, Oh God, now I got to figure out where to eat, you know? Yeah. Waiting until you're hungry is the worst time to try to figure out where <laughs> where and what to eat. And I do, I love that idea. I, I use a Yelp board, like for every city that I go to, oh, I'll do perfect. a Yelp board, yes. I'll search gluten-free or vegan or something like that, just because, and then I look at the menu because of course you have to make sure it really can yes. meet your needs, right? For whatever your needs are. Um, so much goodness there. I love that. Um, so mapping out restaurants on your phone before traveling, and you actually have some really good blog posts on your website, which we will link below um, for people who want some extra tips when they're traveling, who wants some extra tips on how to make it easier to eat a, with a specific diet. Cause I think on your website, you, you mentioned, we don't want to reduce your, the amount of things we, you can eat. We want to expand the amount of things that we can eat, which is such a great, yeah. that's really like, great for people to hear, especially people who are having to do. I with. know people think they got to shrink the box and I get it. It feels like that, but then there's this moment where you realize you can expand the box and like, mm-hmm. Traveling, I feel like, is the best way, even if it's just trying individual foods. If, you know, some restaurants, you're not sure what's in things. But, you know, that's where I also love to go to a a farmer's market or a food market or just I like to go to a health food store in other countries or whatever, kind of like artisanal stores. Um, Because it's so fun even to try dried fruit in other countries. I know that sounds strange to people, but I love it because it's like they dry fruit we don't dry here. You know, so it's just finding, I find that even if I can buy some new spices and stuff, it's just so awesome to like, again, expand your palate instead of feeling like you constantly have to shrink it. Mm-hmm. 
Now, can we yeah. talk about some of your videos? Because yes. you have some an, some amazing food videos that people can find from your website, but of course they're on YouTube. And some of the most popular ones, if I'm not mistaken, are your waffle recipes. Yes. And the reason I'm showing a waffle maker, this is one of the waffle makers that you recommend. There's actually another one to a round one. This is your flip one. But in your waffle recipes listing, like you have a regular waffle and you have a chocolate, I think it's a double chocolate, like stacked waffle cake. <laughs> it's yes. amazing. And you yes. use these great vegan, of course, gluten-free, organic, Pasha chocolate chips. Just so wonderful. Yes. Yes. And, and because a lot of people are probably wondering, how do you make ve uh, vegan gluten-free waffles that are good? Well, yeah, you can probably tell them. Uh, I mean, they can obviously go to your videos, but one of the things, you know, that, that we mentioned here is if you don't have eggs, like even if you aren't vegan, if you don't have eggs, it's not a problem because you can substitute a lot of things for eggs. Yeah. So in my waffles, I was able to develop a recipe where we didn't even need an egg substitute, which I love when I can kind of even take out the element just because people do have some extra food allergies and stuff. And I work with a lot of people with food allergies. So sometimes adding in the replacement can kind of like throw people off depending on their food allergies. So in my waffle recipe, I didn't even have to, I designed it in a way where I don't even need an egg replacer. Um, but when I am doing a lot of baking, I get into aquafaba, which I don't think me and you have talked about. I'm not sure if you're familiar, yeah. but it's literally the water in your can of beans. <laughs> and it blows my mind what it can do for baking. So that's actually, I know people do the traditional banana, flaxseed, applesauce, chia seed, those things. But I find if you want good performance in baking in particular, you got to use aquafaba. And it's really easy. It's just, I think, per one egg, three tablespoons. So it's a really easy, you get that like binding, you can get a lot more fluff, like it can, things expand better. So when I'm making like cookies and cakes and breads and brownies and blah, 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 like that's typically my go-to now and what I develop most of my recipes based on these days. So yeah. good. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. I've seen several recipes with aquafaba for um, like using coconut whipped cream, for example. Um, so yeah. I haven't personally tried it in baking yet. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. And the best thing with baking is you don't need to like whip it or do anything special unless you're trying to make a faux meringue or something that's like, you know, totally different thing. But if it's just like your muffin recipe, you just literally use the water from the can of beans and like you don't have to do anything to it. So it's like a really easy substitute. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So your, our last tip is living a plant-based life can be easy with the right tools. And as if we, if we've just discussed, Emily has YouTube videos. She has recipes. You can go on my blog to get recipes. There are lots of places if you want to eat healthier. And these are just two, so you're not going to be overwhelmed, right? <laughs> and I will say just as a quick plug, you have an amazing Samoa cookie recipe. Oh, yes. On... I just need this. Those look amazing. I'm like, yes, yeah. please. Yes, yes to all. <laughs> yes. People love um, those. I make those for Christmas every year right, right now. And yes, people love them. So good. Well, I know we can yeah. talk forever because this is yes. like food is my favorite topic. Um, but know. thank you so much for being here, Emily, and sharing your yeah. information with us. Where can people go to follow you, to find you? 
Yeah, so my Instagram is where I spend the most time these days. It's just at glutenfree with Emily. Um, also, I do have a lot of videos on YouTube. It's it's more like a cooking show on there. Um, a lot my waffle recipes are the most popular, um, and that's just glutenfree with Emily on YouTube. And then I do have a website. It's just glutenfreewithemily.com. Perfect. And we will link yes. to your website. We're actually when I went to your website, I was able to get you know moved to all of those places. So that is fabulous. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to drop you in the green room. So hang out, grab a mocktail. I'll be there in a second. <laughs> oh my goodness. Was that not amazing? Um, I hope that you enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. And just remember, how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for you today? And until then, join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central and have a healthy, delicious lifestyle. You can learn more about my services and products at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me every week on the SWE Media Network YouTube channel and wherever you listen to podcasts. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electric Acid. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electric Acid Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electric Acid to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast, transform your influence. Electricast.